Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fiction, a podcast that dives into the stories of people's lives, everyday people like you and me, or even famous people throughout history. But we want to get you, the listener, involved as well. So if you have stories, things that have happened to you, amazing things, hilarious things, random things, whatever it may be, send your stories to thetrueandthefictional at gmail.com. So until then, we're going to dive into some of the interesting true stories from modern history and beyond. So strap in, it's story time. Hello and welcome <laughs> to Stories, the True and the Fictional. Well, there you go. That's a start. <laughs> We're doing this we... a different way because of COVID and yes. lockdown. We are in lockdown again. Yes. So the video quality might not be the best because we're currently not in the same room. We're about 50 kilometres away from each other at the moment. Yep. And uh, I was doing some essential shopping this morning. Oh, essential. Did you go to EB Games? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I, I legitimately went down to the uh, um, supermarket. Yes. And there was a police car there and they were doing the, is everyone wearing your masks? Oh wow! Like, like they weren't walking up to people and doing that, but they were going down the, through the supermarket aisles and looking left and right. But seeing as you went and did your essential shopping, the most important question is, what's North Richmond's toilet paper situation? I don't, I didn't even go to the aisle to look. Because I, I went, I went the other day. Uh, when was it? Not yesterday, the day before Thursday, at Marion Quakers Court Woolworths, and there yep. was none. Absolutely zero. But then I went this morning and it was all refilled. But the prices seem to be a little bit inflated, which yeah. I'm sure is no coincidence. So, yeah. I mean, I managed to grab a, a – I just grabbed a 12-pack because we know what happened last time when they said we were getting locked down for two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks <laughs> they bumped it to four and six. <laughs> and so I thought now I'm, I'm the only one in the household at the moment. So I only – Normally, 10 lasts me about three months, so I'm now well into it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, enough on the sad times. Um, we actually got a story to read. Dun, dun, dun! It's very short. It's not that... Impressive? That's what she said. <laughs> no, no, look, it's just... It's, 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 I'm not going to say This is a guy from Facebook called Joseph Ellis. Hi, I'm, Joseph. I'm, I'm assuming he's American. Are you related um, to Warren Ellis? If so, can I please have his autograph on all of my comic books? Please. Wow. Um, he said, once I broke a fish tank when I was four because I was pretending to be Raphael. <laughs> I know why you chose to read this one out then. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, my, I'm curious. Did he elaborate? Did he break it with his feet, no. with, his, with his size? Probably just a kick. Like, there was no elaboration. <laughs> well, if, if you're out there, Joseph, which we know you are, send us an email at... The true and the fictional at gmail.com. Because we're intrigued. When yes. you say you were pretending to be Raphael, was it necessarily Raphael the Ninja Turtle? Or was oh, it Raphael the contemporary artist? <laughs> or was it um, Raphael someone else? 
We need to know, and our fans need to know now. Yeah. Um, Thanks for sending it in, Joseph. Keep yeah. them coming. Yes, we need we need lots more stories. So yeah, keep them coming. But um, right now we're going to crack into today's topic, which is biggest cinema flops of all yeah. time. Yeah, and, and you may or may not agree with some of these, so please feel free to shoot us an email if you think there's something on this list that you, you think, what the hell is it doing there? Because I've yeah. had a look at this list and there's a few that I think, what 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 are you people doing? Now, we're not saying that these are bad films. We're saying no. that, that these are just films that didn't make their money back. And um, there's quite a few there, so we may split this in two or skip over the ones where we're like, I've got nothing interesting to say about that. Yes, and the first one is Avengers Endgame. <laughs> oh, wait, in opposite world. Um, I'm going to say that I've never seen this first one on this list. Tell me about Steel. Steel, oh, <laughs> Steel. Now, this one I actually agree with being a flop. Um. <laughs> It's actually on, if you're in Australia, it's on Binge at the moment. So you could definitely check it out uh, at your own risk. It's Shaquille O'Neal, the famous basketball player's foray into superhero movies. Now, Steel is a part of the Superman DC universe. A gentleman by the name of John Henry who uh, decided to, when Superman was killed by Doomsday... Uh, was one of the guys who took up the mantle of Superman, but he was an inventor and he built himself a suit of indestructible steel and he had a big hammer as well. Um, there's a movie that sort of takes on that on Netflix called John Henry with Terry Crews, which is really good. Uh, but yeah, it's, this is not a great movie. Um, it came out in 97, uh, which is close to when the X-Men and Spider-Man movies came out in Marvel, which oh, yeah. uh, were just a complete difference of this because this i got through i've seen it once when i was little and then i tried to watch it the other day and i got 17 minutes in and i was i just couldn't do it <laughs> um shack stick to wrestling stick to basketball <laughs> if you're listening send us an email for god's sake to tell us why you did this movie i'm gonna say for the my teacher well, yeah but um look it's 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 if you were looking for a laugh check it out but it wasn't very successful. Uh, yeah, came out in 97, had a $16 million budget, um, made $1.7 million uh, worldwide. We don't know because I think maybe it didn't even come out here in the cinema. Uh, but, yeah, lost between 23 to $46 million. So, uh, yeah, needless to say, um, it didn't get a sequel. And Shaq didn't get cast in any more movies other than that really bad Shazam or Kazam or whatever it was. Yeah. He was a genie, but uh, yeah. But I'll let Jamie tell you about the next one, which I find is a, a disgrace. It should not be on yeah. this list. Amazing. Um, the latest Hellboy. Yeah. 2019, it came out. The budget was $50 million, and it only made um, $44 million worldwide. I, I mean, we know why. We eight. know why. Yeah, because it came out like two weeks before Endgame. Yeah, in the middle of Captain Marvel and Endgame. Yeah. So it was, but we went and saw it and it was yeah. amazing. I absolutely really, really loved it. I've watched it several times. I got it on Blu-ray. I just, yeah, it was, not enough people got behind it. They were either like, movies are so expensive nowadays 
Yeah. They had to, and I'm using air quotes by Kevin Feige, had to watch Captain Marvel if you were going to understand Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so people spent their money on that. And then obviously Endgame, I'm guessing yeah. a lot of people saw it multiple times. So it's a really good film. Probably the yeah. best Hellboy. David Harbour yeah. from Stranger Things as Hellboy. Um, yeah. I loved it. Such such a good um it did justice to the character. Like I was mm-hmm. I just really really liked it. I mean I, I don't get me wrong, I love the um the one Ron Perlman yeah, films. Right. I, I, I still love them. Yeah. I think this film just suffered from the maybe it was too soon to make a new Hellboy. Possibly. Um, I mean this was very comic accurate too. Um being someone who's read the majority of the Mike Maniola Hellboy series. Uh, it was very, very accurate. Um, although you could probably think the the original Ron Perlman Hellboys you could probably take kids to. I definitely wouldn't recommend taking kids to this one. Yeah, uh, I think it was at MA out here. I know it was, it was R R-rated. rated here. Oh, it was R here, so maybe that was another thing that suffered. You know, but if it's an M or PG like the um, the Ron Perlman one, parents are like, oh yeah, I'll take you to see it, but R rated. You know. I think I think it it just all came down to the timing of of its release. If it was yeah. released any other time, it may have done a lot better. Definitely, definitely. Um, no, I agree. But if you haven't seen it, check it out. I'm pretty sure it's on one of the streaming services. But check it out; it's an amazing film. Uh, I'm going to skip a couple. I'm going to go to one of Jamie's favorite movies: Teenage um, <laughs> Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. Now, this that's, was that's... sequel, wasn't it, Jamie? Yeah, that was the follow up. Masterpieces. Um, yeah, I, I, I actually went to the premiere of the first one. Yeah, I haven't heard uh, that about 500 times. I uh, I got a fist bump from Will Arnett. I, yeah, I would have loved that. Lego Batman himself. And yeah, Joe. But I, really, I really didn't know him as Lego Batman then. Yeah. Um, you, you hadn't watched Arrested Development back then, had you? No. So you didn't know him but as I, Joe? I knew who he was. I just hadn't really, you know. I still got a fist bump from the man, so... You can you can definitely see. I watched it again recently, believe it or not. I watched both of them um, during not during lockdown, but in yeah. the last few weeks. Look, the uh, my my thing is aside from the the, the physical look, yeah. um, is it ruins Michelangelo for me. He's just yeah. way too creepy, uh, <laughs> rapey. Um, it really does. Like I love Leo. It, Leo was awesome. Uh, Don Donnie was good more he was more techy than he was in the other movies which was great which yeah. is what it's supposed to be but um, look I, I the jokes were good like the Batman Raph jokes and stuff like that but Mikey was just and this was a really bad and I, I know we love him but this was a really bad version of Casey Jones in this one oh. with Stephen Amell yeah. uh, Stephen Amell's fantastic and you can't help he obviously just portrayed him as it was written so yeah. I don't blame him I blame the yeah. rights. Yeah, of course. And there was there was no there was no even um, rapport between Raph and Casey. No, there was. And if you read the comics, obviously that's where it all starts. Yeah, like they're you know? they're brothers. You yeah, know? exactly. But um, well, that came out in 2016. Um, I will say though, Bebop and Rocksteady in this movie. Yeah. Top, top class. Seamus, who's a wrestler, and the other dude who played um, the Bebop. Uh, yeah. They were awesome. That were on point. Totally. Even, really even Krang it. was great. Yeah. Oh, yes, Krang. Yeah, he, that yeah. was. It was very accurate as well. Uh, but yeah, it came out 2016. Budget of 135 million. 
uh, only uh, 82 million domestically, so a failure in America's eyes. Uh, yeah. But it did gross 245.6 million um, worldwide, but it's still considered a loss of about 80 million. So, yeah. look, it's not as bad as Hellboy because Hellboy was an amazing movie that should have made the money, whereas yeah. this one was. Eh. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So, I'll let you take the next one, Jamie, whichever one you would like to I'm pick. To zip down to Gemini, man, because I watched that a while back. Yeah. yeah. Um, 139. 139 million dollar budget, domestic gross 38 million, worldwide loss, no worldwide gross uh, 121.5 million. Now um, this, from memory, was a M Night Shyamalan really? movie, I believe. I may be wrong. It's either that or Afterlife, the other Will Smith one, but maybe not. I'll look it up uh, while you. Afterworld, or I think you think you're thinking oh, about I that world one. Tells you about this. Um, yeah, no, well, Gemini Man, you know, I, I barely it. remember it. Hey? I enjoyed it. I like Will Smith. Yeah. Uh, I believe I that he's a great actor. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, sorry, um, I do apologise. After Earth. After, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Was the M. Night Shyamalan one. Uh, this was yep. this was, he was chasing down a younger version of him. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was quite good. I I look I pretty much enjoy everything Will Smith's in. He's a really yeah. good actor. And he's he's got such a good presence. He does. He does. Yeah. So but still, I mean, that's a massive, massive, massive uh for a Will Smith movie to yeah. to have reported loss of seventy five million dollars. So it's it's a big call. It's a very big call. So yeah. I'm very surprised uh, to hear that. Well, well, was it? Was it? Did it come out at the movies? Ah, uh, yes, it did. I saw yeah. it at the movies. Oh. Yeah, I saw it at the movies. Um, and I, I will, as I said, I will give, I will give um any Will Smith movie a go. Even I even watched that stupid Sense and Sensibility romantic <laughs> comedy one because it was Will Smith. There's a few actors there. I'll watch anything that they're in. Just because of the fact that I've enjoyed so the much. Rock. Oh yes, I'm currently making my way through the Fast and the Furious seasons, uh, Fast and the Furious movies again. I'm up to seven, the second last one. Uh, man, I'm two to go. Yeah, still <laughs> nine has just come out in the cinemas. Well, we can't go because COVID. Um, yeah, nine has just come out. But yeah, I'm, my boss got me back onto that. He's like, oh, we started talking Fast and the Furious for about twenty minutes, and then I'm like, damn it, I have to watch them again. I've been watching it from the start. So um, I'm going to skip a few. I'm going to move on to um, a a movie that I think they was based on a game as well called Red Planet. Now, oh, this one yeah. um, was a, it's an older movie from 2000. Uh, Val Kilmer, uh, Tom Sizemore. Uh, basically, um, this one was uh, filmed in Australia too, believe it or not. Um, we are a Red Planet. Yeah, I don't <laughs> say where, but... It was. True. It came out in 2000 and had an $80 million budget and disappointingly made $17.48 million back. Mm. Yeah. So um, worldwide, 33.46. So not even half. Uh, I don't know how this number is possible, but it says the budget was $80 million, but it lost 93. So. Well, I think they probably expected, like, maybe from DVD sales oh, or projected. Like uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But, yeah, so that, that movie didn't do 
Will Will. I saw it a long time ago, probably about 10 years ago. Um, mustn't have been very good because nothing sticks in my head, and I do have a great memory for movies, nothing yeah. else but just movies. Um, so, yeah, I, I can't really – I didn't get a chance to rewatch all 60 movies on this list. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have I haven't even looked at them all yet, you know. No, to be honest with you, it's a it, it was it was something. There was a, a PlayStation game, PlayStation uh, game called Red Planet that I think it was loosely based on uh, back in the two thousands. So um, yeah, pretty 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 uh, pretty solid loss there. Yeah. I think that's when Val Kilmer's career started to sort of drop and drop and drop and drop. Yeah. So you tell us about um, – you pick another one now, Jamie. I'm, I'm going right down to Dudley Do-Right. Oh, Dudley. Oh, Brendan Fraser, correct? And that's just because I love Brendan Fraser. Oh, Brendan um, Fraser. Now, that's a, he's a good, good kid, you know. Came out yeah. in 99, uh, $70 million budget, <laughs> domestic gross of $9.97 million. Wow. Worldwide oh. gross of $9.97 million. <laughs> I, I think I remember seeing it. Um, again, I, I, I remember watching. It was on TV all the time. Yeah, I, and it wasn't. Um, I'm still trying to find it on here, but wasn't uh, Sarah Jessica Parker in it as well or something? Course yes, she was. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, you know, like based on um, the Mountie from Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Because I mean, a name like Dudley Do Right, it sounds like a kids, yeah, you know, a kids show. <laughs> But yeah, I might that look. I love Brendan Fraser. I might have to do a rewatch. But um, I'm glad I don't. I'm not all the way to the end, but I'm glad he's most famous. One of my favorite movies of his, Encino Man. I don't think he's on yeah. here, which in in America came out as California Man. Believe it or not. Yeah. They didn't realize people wouldn't know what Encino was, even though it's, I don't know. Yeah. But speaking of Brendan Fraser. I'm jumping down a little bit to a movie that I actually do remember a lot of, and I loved it, Monkey Bone. <laughs> that came out in 20, uh, 2001 uh, with a budget of – now, this is – I feel so sorry for Brendan Fraser. This had a budget of $75 million. Yeah. Made less than 10% of that at $5.4 million in, uh, domestic and $7.6 million um, worldwide. So – Inflation and, and projections included a loss of $102 million. Yeah. Um, so basically what, what the idea... It was actually written by the guy who wrote A Nightmare Before Christmas, um, which is... That was a huge cult. That's got a huge cult following. Yeah. Uh, by name Henry Selleck. Uh, basically, he was... Uh, from memory, he was an animator, and Monkey Bone was one of his creations. And I think he had an accident, and then all of a sudden Monkey Bone came to life. Yeah. And um, sort of wreaking havoc. It was like a lot of, uh, you know, crude humour, like fart jokes, dick jokes, that kind of thing. And Yeah. Um, I mean, I do remember, I actually do remember the movie and I, I remember enjoying it too. So, you know, again, I don't think that should be on the list. Yeah. Um, Which one are you going with next? I'm going to go Ben-Hur. Yeah. The 20... Uh, 2016. Not the 1960 or no, 1960s, not, right? Not, not the nine-hour movie. Yeah. <laughs> this, this new one, I actually went and saw. It's got Morgan Freeman in it. Um, Did you go with Chris? No, I went by myself. I was going to say he probably would have a few things to say about the accuracy of this movie. No, he's like, I'll watch it at home on DVD. <laughs> um, yeah, 
budget of 100 million, domestic gross 26.4 million, Ow. worldwide gross 94 million. So it almost made its money back. Almost. Almost. Now, from memory, I didn't think it was that bad. The only problem it suffered from was they tried to cram so much into a short film. When yeah. the original is like four hours long or something, they're like, yeah, four, yeah. compared to the first one, a four-hour film is a short film. Yeah, compared to the original. Yeah. Well, it was, you know, like from memory, it had good performances. Um, it just felt rushed. Yeah. There's always risk with remaking an old film. Of course there is. Of course there is. And and at the end of the day, oh, this is one that I haven't actually seen, and I don't have any intention of. Wanting to see it. I don't remember yeah. in 2016 when it came out wanting to go, oh, yeah, I need to go and watch this. Yeah. Um, I'm not a massive fan of those kind of movies. Um, like I like Gladiator and stuff like that, but yeah. I just nothing, I don't know, maybe it was drummed into me as a little kid. Maybe I did see the nine-hour epic and I was just like, no, nah, <laughs> not happening. Yeah. But um, the next one I'm going to talk about is actually a, one I think is a great movie called Deepwater Horizon. Mm. With um, uh, Mark Wahlberg, or if you're oh. Stephanie Matt Damon, um, <laughs> that's right. She won't listen anyway, so it's fine. Um, this this one I believe was about the BP oil crisis, um, and uh, not the BP oil crisis, the um, explosion on the rig that yeah. caused all the oil to drain into the water in 2010. Um, yeah, they they call it a disaster movie, but like. Kind of is, but a disaster that doesn't really affect anyone else. Um, but, yeah, apparently um, it was the largest oil spill in U.S. history. Mm. Um, and uh, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Mark Wahlberg, he's another actor that I'll pretty much watch anything that he's in. Uh, came out in 2016, a uh, budget of $110 million. Uh, only grossed $61.4 million domestic. But did make its money back worldwide at $121.8 million. But again, with projections and everything, they say it lost between sixty to a hundred thousand, hundred million. Sorry. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. Did you see this movie, Jamie? Uh, no, I didn't. Really good. I think you'd like it. Um, I would recommend listeners and Jamie to check it out. It's a good movie. I'm going to scroll down to the most unnecessary movie of 2015. <laughs> That's why I chose Deepwater Horizon because yeah. I know you want to talk about this one. Pan. <laughs> And you are a massive Hugh Jackman fan, so this is I am. My whole family are Hugh Jackman tragics. Um, I got my niece a cardboard cutout of Hugh Jackman for her birthday last year. Or was it Christmas? I can't remember. And doesn't she sleep with it like she has it in her bed with her or something like that? No. No? No? I I don't know where it is. I I was there before lockdown, and um, I I didn't even know where Hugh Jackman was. Don't tell me they put Hugh Jackman in the closet. Um. But um yeah, uh, 2015 came out. The budget was 150 million. Domestic gross 35 million. Worldwide gross was 128 million. But they reckon the loss was you know 93 to 163 million. Um, but yeah, I just think it was the most unnecessary film. <laughs> it's like, I've never seen it. Never it, saw it. And I it, don't intend to. Oh, you, it's like why why did we make this film? It was like a prequel or something or something. I, I don't know. Hugh Jackman was don't get me wrong. Hugh Jackman was great. He's a brilliant performer. Well, the forehead in the picture though. Yeah. Um, but it was just I felt unnecessary. It's like okay. And apparently the script had been 
was written in the 90s. No one wanted to make it. And they're like, oh, let's make it. Okay. Well, now I'm going to skip down to <laughs> – uh, skip down a few to the probably the weakest movie in the latter X-Men trilogy, The Dark Phoenix. Oh. Now, I haven't finished this film, and I'm a comic book nerd, and I have not fi- – I own it on Blu-ray, and I only bought it on Blu-ray because it was five bucks, and I hate incomplete collections. <laughs> I haven't watched it. I got about – I got up to the scene with the helicopter, you know, the – Yeah. That was good. That was but, like the best scene in the whole movie. This, I don't know what happened. Um, look, I, I've enjoyed pretty much, a, a lot of people didn't like X-Men Apocalypse. I did. I actually enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed First Class, Days of Future Past. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed all of them until this one. I just can't get through it. Maybe that should be my challenge. I will try and sit through Dark Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, no. It came out <laughs> no. it came out in 2019. It's budget of $200 million, which is a typical X-Men movie, only made $65.84 million in um, domestically, made $252 million um, worldwide, but again, that's not great for a Marvel pro- – well, not Marvel property, Fox Marvel superhero, property. You know, yeah. uh, superhero movie, they predict a loss of $100 million, uh, which is why we have no longer seen the X-Men, which yeah. – well, and because Disney now, Marvel – slash Disney now own the rights to them and let's yeah. hope that they can do make up for Dark Phoenix. But I don't you don't you think Kevin Feige and Marvel are like they were so happy that Dark Phoenix suck because no matter what they do now, it's gonna be better than Dark Phoenix. Yeah. And you could have a whole movie of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine just sitting on the toilet drinking beer and it'd be better than Dark Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. So, uh-huh. But yes. You're, you're up, Jamie. I'm going to go back up because you skipped over one movie that I yeah. absolutely love. We can go Around, back. The, world, Around the World in 80 Days, the Jackie oh, Chan. Jackie Chan? Hey, yeah, it's one with Jackie Chan. Oh. I didn't. I haven't seen it. 2004 came out. Okay. Um, budget of $110 million, domestic gross $24 million, worldwide gross $72 million, but there was a loss of $99 million. Um, wow. This was a fun film. Like, it was cheesy, super cheesy, but it also had... I don't know why I haven't seen it. It had a really great cameo from um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Like, he played some some, um, prince or some king. (laughs) And he's like, and they've got a lady companion with them. And he's like, I want you to stay. You will be (laughs) wife number seven. (laughs) You will be wife. He's like, yes, one for every day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old Arnie. Like, oh, I love it. So cheesy. Yeah. So Is it ridiculous. worth a watch? It's, it's a fun watch. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, I might I check mean, it out. Honestly, I don't care how bad a movie is. If Jackie Chan's in it, yeah. I'm going to. Yeah. yeah. Well, so I watched tuxi- Mr. Tuxedo or The Tuxedo yeah. or whatever. Hey, Jack, look, Jackie Chan, from a guy who used to do – a lot of amazing martial arts movies to come to America and make movies that make people laugh. Yeah. Like Rush Hour, man. Like Rush Hour gets a lot of slack. I love all three of them. Uh, I think he's amazing in that. Um, hats off to him because yeah. I, if you want to have a laugh, you put it, you put one of them on and you, you go right for it. Now, my man, crush, my man crush him. I am. <laughs> I'm going to talk about R.I.P.D. with Jeff Daniels and Ryan Reynolds. 
Um, I actually enjoyed it. It copped a lot of slack, a lot of flack for it. Is it uh, Jeff Daniels? No, you mean Jeff Bridges. Yeah, Jeff Bridges. That's my my two actors. Jeff Daniels is um Harry from Dumb and Dumber. I keep getting them confused. Oh, yeah. yeah, Jeff Bridges uh, from Iron Man and Crazy Heart and a lot of other movies. And everything. And everything. He's like he's like the white Tron. Jackson. Um, Tron, yes, he was Tron. I remember oh, yeah, Tron Legacy. Uh, came out in 2013, budget of $130 million. Um, only got $33.6 million domestically, which with two big stars like Ryan Reynolds and Jeff Bridges, yeah. that's pretty disappointing. Uh, worldwide only got 78.3, so again, about $100 million predicted loss. Yeah. Um, I actually really enjoyed it. It was kind of like a um, they hunted uh, the RIPD, Rest in Peace Department. They hunted... Yeah. Um, Lost Souls and yeah. uh, things like that. It was based on a comic book as well. I actually really enjoyed it. I think it's on Netflix, probably due for a rewatch. Great movie, but again, some people just don't know gold when they see it. Yeah, that's right. Well, you people know, just don't want to go see the gold. Uh, oh, oh, you have to talk about the next one. Which you one? Oh, Green Lantern. Green Lantern! All right, I'll make this our last one because we're cranking out the time here. Well, we can always do a part two later on. So, yeah. but Green, um, you have to talk about Green Lantern. Green Lantern. We haven't spoken about the Last Jedi. Hey. We haven't spoken about the Last yeah, that's, Jedi. That's not a. That's not like a box office flop. Really? No. I haven't gone all the way to the end of this list yet. People, people, um, what do you call it? People went and saw the film, and they kept going to see the film, thinking not maybe. Me. It'll be Maybe it'll be better the second time. <laughs> Still haven't <laughs> or, watched all of it. Or there's people like our mutual friend Chris who yeah. bought tickets for four days of screening yeah. in a row. But in his defence, Force Awakens was great. Yeah. And he's probably he's a massive he was a massive Star Wars fan. He's like, this was amazing. Of the Last Jedi, look at the title, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. I got as far as Luke Skywalker throwing the lightsaber over the back of his shoulder, and then I said, I ain't having any part of this. Yeah. No. That's it. I've tried to watch it twice, get to the same spot, and I'm just like, nah. Yeah. But then um, I feel Rise of the Skywalker redeemed itself a little bit. That was an enjoyable film. Anyway, we won't get into yeah. the Warner tangent but, uh, of Star Wars. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Wow, this movie's 10 years old. Green it is. Um, Can you believe it? $200 million budget. Mm-hmm. 166.6 million domestic gross. It made 220 million back, but they reckon it lost like 100 million. Do you think this is on the wrong list? Do you um, think this should well, be on I a think... list of people who hated the depiction? Probably because it doesn't look like it's that big of a flop. Nope. Just people just didn't like the movie. Have seen, oh my god, DC movie. We haven't yeah. had a haven't had one for a while. Ryan Reynolds, Green Lantern. Yeah. That's what I went into it. And then they made the villain a freaking cloud. Yep. <laughs> I, I do rewatch this occasionally because up until that, yeah. it's a decent movie. And yeah. Mark Strong as Sinestro. Oh, Mark Strong's great. He, If they ever redo it, he needs to be Sinestro. He looks like him. He talks like him. He, yeah. 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 Now, funny enough, the thing I remember most about this film wasn't the film. It was being in the cinema beforehand. And there was this whole row of children. Like someone took their parents to see Green Lantern. Yeah. And this preview for Final Destination, whatever comes on. Oh. And you see like one parent then going, cover your eyes. 
Because, yeah, Final Destination wasn't known for their, you know, their... Um, Kid friendliness. <laughs> so, well, look, I think that's a good one to end version one on. Um, but we can always... There's, there's 60 of these bad boys. And we can always come back and do another one because I'm sure there's... Oh, there's definitely another couple there. There's a few McConaughey ones there and... Um, yeah. there's a few other movies I've just seen that I definitely want to talk about. So, um, yeah. yeah. So let's, uh, wrap it up here and we will come back with maybe a part two or something else. Part two to be continued. Continued.